0: Hello, cool welcome to Barça Talk. I'm your host, Gary Quiroga, here in the Spanish capital. In today's episode, we'll do a quick summary of last night's victory at the Estadio Ceramica as Barcelona beat Villarreal 1-0, and they are now 11 points clear of Madrid in the top of the table. But before we get into some of those highlights that I want to talk to, a quick message from our sponsor, NordVPN. Are you tired of slow internet speeds and worrying about your online security? Well, we have the solution for you. Introducing NordVPN, the fastest VPN on the planet. With over 5,400 servers worldwide and the game-changing NordLynx protocol, you can stay safe online without sacrificing speed. Imagine being able to stream your favorite shows and movies without buffering or experiencing lag. With NordVPN, that's a reality. Plus, you can browse the web with peace of mind, knowing that your data and personal information is protected. But wait, there's more to celebrate their 11th birthday. NordVPN is offering an additional gift for all new users. That's right. You get to enjoy lightning fast speeds and complete online security, plus an extra special birthday gift. So visit NordVPN.com Barsa. And if you're still not convinced NordVPN offers a 30 day money back guarantee. So there's no risk in trying it out. Upgrade your online experience today and join the millions of satisfied users who trust NordVPN for their internet security needs. Visit nordvpn.com slash Barca to learn more and take advantage of this limited time offer. Don't wait any longer to stay protected and connected with the fastest VPN on the planet. Alright, so last night Barcelona beat Villarreal 1-0 and what a great match to watch. Lately now, these matches are much more exciting. We are playing in a style that is much more direct and obviously with Xavi's new formation, he has definitely unlocked something with this midfield, especially from Frankie de Jong. And we saw another great performance from Frank Kessia and also our defense, another shutout. But let's first talk overall big picture. Chavi now has this team rolling. This is 11 straight wins. Just to give you a comparison, the best straight wins was under Frank Reichardt with 17 straight in 2005-2006. And we are rolling right now. We are playing with a lot of momentum. We are winning these tight matches, getting the goal around the 40th minute or so to really put pressure on the other team. And, you know, in this match, we definitely could have exploited a couple more opportunities, especially in the beginning with Lewandowski that we're going to talk about a little bit more. But I think the other thing, too, is, you know, getting these matches away from the Camp no has been really impressive with this defense. And again, last night we start with Balde, Christensen, Araujo, and Kunde. And again, this, this back line has really been performing really well. And most importantly, the again, as I talked about before, just the coverage that this back line is able to, to cover is really, really impressive. But before we get to the defense, I really want to highlight the midfield last night. Pedri came with the goods last night. He had another outstanding performance, scores another goal. He's up to seven now. As I talked about at the beginning of the season, if we can get Pedri on a eight to ten goals per season, that is that is that is sugar, right? Because As a Barca player, you're not expected at the midfield to have double-digit scoring. But if Pedri can definitely leverage that for future seasons, that's definitely going to help his profile and also just help the team when other strikers aren't converting like Rafinha last night. Pedri had the goal with with nice link-up play with Lewandowski. And the thing I liked about Pedri was it was very instinctual. It just... Happened. The ball landed. He shot without thinking, and he beats Pepe Reina to his right with a really nice finish. And, you know, the way this defense is playing, that's all they need is that one nothing lead. And the defense suffocated Villarreal's chances. Now, Villarreal had some chances for sure. But, again, maybe it was the pressure of the defense coming on their back or Villarreal knowing that they were only going to have three or four chances and so they couldn't spoil them. But going back to the midfield again, Bedri obviously played really well, obviously Gavi as well as as well too. And the other thing too, I'm sure you saw, Gavi had some passes that were a couple errant passes and Chavi yelling at him, you know. And Gavi's still young, man. I used to can't forget that, right? There was a, there was a pass I, I distinctly remember where he led Lewandowski way too much on the right flank and he just had to hit it straight up the middle. We are still in this infancy of this team right even though it is 11 straight wins since you know basically the world cup uh, since the world cup has finished this team is still finding its groove with each other i've just been so impressed with frankie de young lately i've always been a fan of frankie young you know that and just seeing the way he's actually just all over the field last night and on top of that just anticipating the defense and just smothering I mean, you see the way he covers. And that for me is what you see the difference between De young and Kesi compared to Busquets, right? Busquets does not have that speed, that ability to cover. Obviously he has other attributes that we look at, you know, but to me, I just see this dynamic coverage that we haven't seen in a long time at Barcelona. And Frankie Young last night was one of the best players for me, played a full match, had 71 touches and most importantly, six interceptions. I mean, he was able to anticipate and really cause havoc in the middle for Villarreal. And you can see now he's just playing, he's not thinking. And on top of that, when he gets those opportunities, he's driving the attack that is the thing that we always need to look at with this team is we need to take advantage of our counterattacks whenever possible you see in the you know in the 5th minute essentially we had a counterattack where Lewandowski had an opportunity to score got saved by Pepe Reina. but those are the moments that we're starting to take more advantage of, advantage of than we used to used to we really were static and trying to figure that out we still do that depending on the team like for example when we played Hittoff a couple of weeks ago in that first 40 minutes we were trying to figure that out and sometimes it's just better to play loose and chaos because our players are much better on the ball than other teams most most of the time. And I think that really plays into our hands. And so last night, you know, I, I was watching, taking notes, and it was just a lot of fun because, you know, the Estadio the Ceramica, like I was talking to Ben last week, it's it's a phone booth. So it's almost, it almost plays like indoor football right because of the smaller width and i think also by barcelona knowing that we were just going up the middle more as opposed to trying to go to the sides as often as we could and i think that really helped us again this this formation that we are unlocking now with basically the four mids when we have possession has really caused the havoc with other teams because now Whoever is free is overlapping on that wing. We don't have a true winger on that left side. And you saw last night the way Balde was able to shake free. He had a really nice, good dribble in the box. I wish he would have shot it a little bit sooner. But, again, we're seeing the best out of our players right now. And, obviously, the biggest test is going to be Thursday night against Manchester United. Because, yes, we are performing really well against La Liga. Really happy with the trend. But now this is, this is the big boy time, right? This is the time where... Everyone is saying, well, yeah, of course they're playing La Liga, but now, hmm, Manchester United. So we'll see. Very happy with the overall quality of the team right now, the way we are trending and playing. And of course, we have to talk about Mr. Arahu. Arahu is, as I talked about before, the heart and soul of this team. He has to be a captain for next season. You know how much I loved him. And you know, last night was obviously one of his best matches of the season, obviously just because of the plays that he had where he cleared the ball and was really wreaking havoc against Villarreal. But last night he was on display. And you know, that's the question. Is he the best defender in Spain right now? And I would say, yeah, he's definitely the top two. And you can also put him in top five Europe, you know, because of the coverage and speed that he can and the technical ability That he has on the ball is second to none you watch him get out of trouble and it's so easy for him because that's what he is you know being around this barca system it's expected of you right to have this technical ability on the back line to play with that confidence get out of tricky situations and arahu continues to do that he has definitely become one of my favorite players in the last five years I just love the hustle and the heart that he that he gives to this team. You know these players now are really starting to take up the mantle. You know, last night I was watching Balde doing an interview, uh, Rahu obviously doing an interview as well, and I'm just over the moon about this defense. This defense really excites me. And again, it's not as I talked about last week with Bennett. It's not the typical defense where, you know, they're winning every header. Uh, they're they're good on tackles. It's better than that. It's it's more of an intelligence thing. And don't get me wrong, other teams still get opportunities to score, but it's a combination of all these factors, right? It's the ability to track back on counters. It is the ability to make smart decisions on which player to release, which one to stay on. Terstegan playing much, much stronger this season. All these things are really attributing. It. And again, the defense now, you know, it's another shutout. It's another shutout for this team with rahu leading the helm he's such a born leader and i love watching him play and direct and just the synergy he has with that back line and especially with Christensen. as we talked about in previous episodes Christensen for me has been a vital member to this defense because he's just a quiet defender right he just covers makes the play and he works really well with this back line and Sometimes you just don't need the big bruiser back there. You know, sometimes you just need that pairing of opposites essentially as center back pairings. And I think using Balde as well with Kounde on the right, I mean, this back line has speed all over, technical passing ability, and the most important thing right now is they're really young and they're coming together. They're playing a lot of matches together and they're getting that chemistry where it's becoming second nature. I mean, just watch the next match, especially uh, against Manchester United to see how when they're in trouble, they automatically know where the other one's going to be. And that has happened because of the previous 10 matches that they've been playing together, of just finding and knowing and playing time with that. Arahu for me now is definitely in the top five conversation. We always knew he had the talent. It was just about consistency, he has been, Knock on wood, injury-free for the most part this season, and we are reaping the benefits of his ability and talent, and he's just killing it. I mean, he's a player how can you not love, right? As a Kool-Aid, you love to see the work ethic. You love to see the passion that he has. And again, I'm ready for him to become a captain. He's outspoken. He does those press conferences. He likes facing the scrutiny of the tough times. He is that player that we have been looking for for the past seven years or so. So Aurahu is killing it, loving it. I'm all aboard. I'm all aboard. I can't wait to see him in person when I go to Barcelona in a couple weeks. The last thing I want to hit at is Lewandowski. Lewandowski has definitely looked heavy footed since coming back from the World Cup. If he starts to click Look out for this team. Because we saw in the first five minutes, obviously on that counter where Lewandowski had a 1v1 against Pepe Reina. You know, it was a combination of maybe not picking his spot properly, the ball kind of bouncing a little bit, and not picking the right angle, and it got blocked. And we know that Lewandowski's a better finisher than what he has shown in the last couple weeks. You know he had a goal two weeks ago or so he did have an assist with Pedri but it just seems you know the timing is still not there he also looks as though you know when you're super tired and the ball is reacting and you're just not reacting fast enough that's what it seems to me from watching the match from afar and I just hope that he is able to recover in time for this Manchester United because he's vitally important to be the physical presence that we need and the reference point at the top. If he can create havoc against Manchester United, the rest of the team will follow, and I think we are better than Manchester that we should be able to go through this. Now, I think if Lewandowski struggles, then I think it's going to be a tighter home and away, and it's going to come down to you know the details of this match. But I think if Lewandowski can... Breakthrough, just kind of these clunky performances that he's had recently, I think the team will ride even higher than they are right now. Now, it's an interesting perspective here, especially in Madrid, that you know the press, and especially in El Chiringuito, for example, saying that Barcelona aren't winning from margins big enough. And to me, I really don't care right now. To me, it's more important to get those victories, mount those points, and I'm really impressed with the way they're playing right now. It's defense. It's almost Premier-like. And I just hope that on Thursday they don't get out-premiered by a Premier team, right? We still had some clunky moments at the end of the match where we were kind of holding our breath, especially in the last minute where it could have been a handball against Kunde, But thanks, thankfully on um, VAR. Uh, it was reviewed and and it was fine but again we're still holding on to these last moments where you know Villarreal definitely had a chance about two chances in the last 10 minutes to score the equalizer but they did not so i'm hoping that on thursday we're able to build a bit of a lead and Lewandowski comes and brings the goods because If Lewandowski can score one to two, I think that just gives this team even more confidence knowing how well their defense is playing. It's really going to be a tough matchup for us for sure. Because now is the moment. Now is the moment of the season where Xavi has to prove himself further. So we will see how that lines up. It is an important match. As I told you before, I want Europa League. This is a great opportunity for this team to see how they match up in tough competition and now under the pressure and bright lights of a European night. We will talk on Wednesday. We will have a big preview for the Manchester United match on Thursday night. And obviously, don't forget, obviously, we have Champions League this week. Looking forward to that as well. Everyone have a good Monday. We'll talk to you soon.